Welcome to Just Jive Pod, a podcast where we share a drink, talk about life, and just jive. My name is Jerome. And I'm Jesse, and welcome back for another episode. Um, we have something special um, yeah. starting this week, actually. Um, so before we talk about our drinks, we're actually going to talk about um, how we got our drinks. And that's actually Tavor. Um, that's, again, Tavor, T-A-V-O-U-R. Um, it's not the first time we mentioned them, but we do have something special this time. Um, so we're, we're trying something out. Um, actually, if you go on to Tavor, if you enter the promo code JUSTJIVE, so that's J-U-S-T-J-I-V-E, um, you'll get a little surprise from us. Uh, um, the code will get you, tw- uh, if you spend $25, um, you'll get $10 credit for your next purchase. Um, yeah, it's super cool. Um, yeah. We both love Tavor. Um, we've gotten some really cool, unique beers from it. Um, the way it works is they feature, I think, like one or two, maybe even three new beers a day. Um, you can just add it to what they call your crate. And you can just keep adding until you either want your crate shipped or... Um, or you just have a full crate and just want it to be shipped. So whenever you want your beer, you can get it. Um, so super cool. Um, so the one that I'm drinking that I got from Tavor is the Sherman Bock by 903 Brewers. It's a German-style Bock. It is 7.1% um, ABV, and it's in a 12-ounce can. Um, it's pretty meaty um that was actually the first mm-hmm. word i used to describe it when mm-hmm. uh Jerome and i took our first sip and uh yeah it's it's just a nice um like beefy heavy lager it's funny because um, i actually pair it, it has some pairings on it and it says it pairs well with ribeye aged swiss and pasture parties i guess so i guess i'm right on the dot on that but yeah what are you drinking Jerome? uh so we're uh we're drinking two different beers um I'm drinking a Prairie Artisan Ales No Way Frosé. That's um, an awesome name. It's it's a uh, it's a sour ale with lime zest, strawberry and pineapple puree and juniper. Um That's a mouthful. It's it's a mouthful. It uh when listeners see the picture of the can it's honestly the cutest thing. There's just these cartoon <laughs> dogs running around making their owners frustrated. Uh, it's really cute, uh, and it's sour, which is, I think, something I actually crave now, Jesse, believe it or not. Wow. And yeah. for the listeners who have been um, following us for a little while, that's an interesting journey, because you, right? when we started, you were like, nope, just just give me my IPAs, mm-hmm. give me my hazies, maybe yeah. a little light beer here and there, but nothing else. I hate sours, blah, blah, blah. What, what changed? I think it's just something that I needed. I just needed like a change of pace, you know. Oh, okay. um, the way I've been describing it with a lot of my friends is almost like a palate cleanser in the hmm. same way kimchi is a palate cleanser. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you know, you eat all this heavy food, heavy IPAs, heavy stouts, and then all of a sudden you're just like, man, I want something to just kind of get me, kind of pull me a little bit back from that. And I think to contrast those heavy drinks, especially a crazy haul of New England hazy IPAs I got from Tavor, right. all of them at least 8%, right. I was just like, I kind of want something light and a little sour just to cleanse my palate. So that, I mean, 
I'm enjoying this one right now. Um, on my trips lately uh, to um, you know different breweries, I've actually requested sours. Um, this one is 4.9 alcohol content, so definitely not eight or nine percent. And it just, it's great. It's refreshing, and uh, I, I love it. That's awesome. Um, so again, uh, we both uh, got these beers from our tavor um, just by looking and finding things that we wanted to drink. Um, so if you guys want to check it out, you can find it on um, any of the app stores, so iTunes apps, app um, store or Google um, app store. Um, yeah, uh, we just looked it up, Tavor, T-A-V-O-U-R. Um, enter yeah. our code, Just Jive, and join us in drinking some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, we have a pretty fun topic today. Um, yes, indeed. We've often done one movie or just kind of like like a Spider-Man you know, uh, legacy or whatnot, but we're talking about two different movies that came out uh, pretty recently mm-hmm. that we both watched separately also. Uh, Joker and Parasite. Joker being the, you know, uh, DC Joker, recent one with Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And Parasite, uh, the, the Korean thriller... Uh, awesome amazing movie um both recent movies both very provoking movies that both touch on themes related to class and society in very artistic mm. ways in their own in their own sick and twisted ways right yeah um yeah. and i think today we 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 know they're very different movies but it almost felt pr- appropriate to talk about them together because they're both doing their own thing um in you know, in ways that really affected people after watching them. Yeah. Um, so before we talk about it, I think obvious disclaimer is spoiler alert, right? Yes. Um, so both of these have twists. Both of these are really um, awesome movies. So if you haven't watched them yet, please turn this off and come back later. Or if you don't mind the spoiler, then go ahead and join us. But if you do care about spoilers, yeah, we do encourage you guys to watch these things before yeah. tuning in. Yeah, and another slight caveat is um, Rotten Tomatoes has Joker at 69%, while Parasite is 99%. So this is a big contrast, not saying, I mean, I think it's pretty clear Parasite cinematically is better. Um, It's a better movie overall, probably, but at this podcast, it's not going to be like, you know, saying which one is better or which one did, you know try to put one against the other but mm-hmm. more so just you know how how they portrayed their respective themes in yeah. in their own fashion and just kind of dialoguing it on that yeah these are two um very very talked about movies um in recent days and for very different reasons for sure um but yeah. there's just a lot of buzz around these two movies yeah so let's start with joker mm-hmm. um i know we watched it probably like around the same week or so right yeah yeah i think um yeah we had watched it right around the same time it yeah. man what, what was you what did you like expect going in and like yeah how how was it for you i just heard a couple friends tell me that i'm not gonna feel too clean after watching the movie mm. i'm gonna feel very disturbed and sad mm. So I had that it going in. Um, so it definitely met my expectations. Um, 
after watching it throughout the whole movie, it was just a slow burn of like seeing this guy uh, life crumble and mm. his madness rising in parallel. Uh, it was a ah man, like it was an experience for sure. Mm. How about you? Yeah, I I mean I watched the trailers before, um, and I honestly wasn't too thrilled about it until the last trailer where I was like. This is going to hmm. be interesting because um, I wasn't really too sold on it. Um, sure. And yeah, same. So expectation wise, um, thankfully, people were pretty good about not spoiling it. They, mm-hmm. <laughs> The people that did watch it early, they were like, wow. And I think the only thing that other people said was just, yeah, it talks about mental or it shows mental health. I'm like, OK, mm-hmm. all right. Like, you know, I, I mean. Things that I kind of expected, but just, you know, um, I actually walked in with very, very little expectation. Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel like, um, did you enjoy it overall? Yeah. So I actually really, really enjoyed it. Um, there are a lot mm-hmm. of things I actually really liked about the Joker. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, yeah, I think. The feelings it gives you, especially when you finish the movie, it's it's not great feelings, but also it's um, it's a very yeah, it's a very provocative movie, and yeah. I I think there's a lot of themes and a lot of things that I really enjoyed um, and things that it touched on that I think it did a really good job um, mm-hmm. addressing those things, and I think we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I overall really really enjoyed it more than I expected. What about you? It was as painful as it was to watch and as sad it was to watch. Um, I think it did its job just super well, you know? Yeah. Like, to the point where I, in moments of, during watching the movie, it's it's like, I actually empathize with Arthur, like, yeah, doing violent things, reacting the way he is, and just, I want to, I want him to win in a way, you know? And uh, I think something I shared during our horror film uh, episode where, you know, films, the the goal of films oftentimes is to inspire or provoke or, you know, instill something. If you leave away, leave the the movie theater just being like, eh, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like it didn't really do its job. Right. But I haven't felt this way in a while, in a while, like of a just true bleakness, you know, like where a movie literally made my mood turn into, um, I I can't even describe it. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously. Like, so in that way, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, To be honest, it's one of those movies I don't know if I'd want to watch again anytime too soon. Yeah, just because it's super heavy, like a really heavy stout, right? (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah. And talking about that feeling, I the only other movie I can think of that reminded me of that is um, probably Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but not to the same like degree, though. Um, yeah, yeah. Not I think not to the same weightiness and heaviness. I mean, that one definitely did make me have that really unsettling, like cringe mm-hmm. feeling. Not cringe in a bad way, but cringe as in like I can't really process this. Um, mm-hmm. But I think Joker took it to a whole nother level. Um, yeah, past yeah. that. So yeah. Um, for you, were there, like, you know, this is a, 
you know, a DC movie, right? It's essentially like an origin story, um, but mm-hmm. it, it definitely feels very different than other um, comic-based movies, right? Right, right. Um, were there any, like, was there anything about the movie that really, like, struck you um, beyond just, like, oh, we kind of expect this to be the origin of this character that we know? Yeah. Oh, man, I... Definitely a different taste of a DC movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like other DC movies, especially Justice League, like, mm-hmm. it felt rushed and it was just like all right, you guys are just trying to be like Marvel, like trying to do the same tropes and all that, but you're not even doing character development. You're not doing anything to make this, like, even entertaining at some points, right? Right. But I think what really stood out about Joker was um, how patient it was of a movie, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you know... Like, character development is one thing where it's like, oh, you know, one arc. But this was like a like a boxing match of an arc, you know? Yeah. Like, like just capturing, you know, I think we'll talk about Walking Phoenix as an actor, but mm-hmm. him just capturing someone being beaten down so many times um, was, was so human, you know? Uh, yeah. And I think that's what is often missing in a lot of the more recent DC films. It's like, I don't really care about any of these characters. Mm. Like, you know, Marvel, obviously, like Tony Stark, Captain Mm -hmm. America, like, we really buy into them because we've seen them develop, we've seen them grow. And to be honest, I think even just with Joker, in one movie, we can, we, it's very believable to see how this guy turned into it's just very believable, you yeah. know, and um, that was what really stuck out to me, that they took the time to make the story hit home yeah. so hard that I-, I feel like I was in the shoes at times, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah, how about yourself? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm going to piggyback off of your point before going into mine. Um, just, yeah, um, with especially with DC and, and just comic book movies in recent years, Mm-hmm. There's been a huge push of like this like realism, right? Like based mm-hmm. in like this yeah. real wo- world that we can understand. It's not super super out there. And granted, you know, Marvel and and DC have shown some really out there things, but um, the basis is still something we can understand. Like a lot of it's based on Earth, you know. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, I want to refer like to you know Chris Nolan's. Um, batman trilogy which was right like a huge push on like oh let's like it is still a fantasy like you know um Uh like not a real like thing but it's based on really real events you know like Uh or really real feeling places and and things and yeah so i think um i think this movie actually took it to even another level like mm. I felt like it was so heavily realistic and immersive that like it was I could really believe that it would might have been like a biopic, you know, like if I didn't know it was DC, if I didn't know anything about the Joker as like a comic book based character, I could have, you know, and, and they did the whole like based on event, you know, events of a true story or whatever, mm-hmm. like I would probably believe that um, just based yeah. on how it was 
like shown, how it was sim like crafted and created, and so I think that was the most fascinating part. Is like、mm -hmm. they they took realism to another level, you know? Yeah.、Um, but the thing I really enjoyed most, and the thing that I probably want to camp on with Joker, is I am so like thankful and yet still so like un unnerved by how <laughs>、um, how the They did not shy away from、um, mental health and、um, and how they、mm. portray it,、um, especially through the lens of one guy.、Um, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't just like it. I I don't you know from my understanding and my my perspective, it didn't seem like just one mental illness.、Um, it it、mm. seemed like it touched on a couple different ones.、Um, you know, it touched on like. Him being depressed, you know, him、mm -hmm. being anxious,、um, him like hallucinating,、um, and yeah, yeah, it, and him being delusional too. So it's like it of the major like mental health diagnoses, like it hit a lot, a lot of the major ones, and、mm. um, and it really didn't just try to like romanticize it.、Um, I mean, it, it as a movie, it naturally does that, but. It almost felt like it just portrayed what someone was going through, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just extremely real, right? Yeah, yeah.、Um, and for me,、um, again, for listeners who who are tuning in recently or、um, haven't gone back to some of our earlier episodes, like I, I work as a nurse,、um, I've worked in mental health, and I do see、um, patients、uh, who go through mental health、um, symptoms and and stuff like that. So.、Mm -hmm. um, With that experience, like that, really was very like,、um, I don't know, like it was refreshing because it was like, oh, that actually does seem like what people go through, you know?、Um, right, right. And that level of craziness does happen in the world.、Um, it might not be as again as romanticized as it is on the movie, but things like that happen. It's and it's you know we call it crazy, and it really is literally crazy. So yeah. Yeah,、um, yeah, yeah. No, that that's so true. I mean, it, it it did something that allowed us to really think through what went on through the character.、Um, yeah, and like you said, like I mean, for sure, like your work experience is just、uh, it, it puts it almost like in my perspective, like it it seems like it's just putting you back into that space of like. Almost wanting to diagnose him and help him, right? Yeah, like yeah. this guy needs help. Why is nobody helping this guy? And you、yeah. see someone who doesn't have help unravel and become who 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 he became. Yeah.、Um, but yeah, yeah, no, it's it's just、uh, it's just so well done. Yeah,、right? I, I think it is a good. I mean, considering our current climate, it's very like timely.、Um, just because、mm. they're. Just in, especially in the、um, in the healthcare world,、uh, mental health is being really like explored a lot more. Like, there's a lot more understanding about it, and a lot more、um, people who are really wanting to、um, do better <laughs> with it.、Um, right. So I think it's funny because I describe this、um, when I when I'm like when people are asking like, oh, should I watch this movie? I say like. It's great for people who want an understanding of mental health, but I don't know、mm. how great it is for people who probably suffer from mental health.、Um, 
Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because, like, I don't know if it will be, like, triggering for those people. Um, or just, like, if it'll right. really be, like, relatable, you know, um, mm-hmm. on maybe a good or bad way. Um, I don't know. Um, but, yeah. yeah. But, anyways, um, we wanted to talk about, uh, at least in our experience, comparing Joaqu- Joaquin Phoenix um, portraying um, Arthur Quay as the Joker um, versus other iterations of the Joker. Um, yeah. Just because recently we have had um, a couple notable um iterations of the character and and very very memorable for different ways right um yeah but first with Joaquin Phoenix what did you think man he is a good actor (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah like just all his the little ticks he does um like that you know beautifully scary laugh Mm -hmm. he does um even the way he contorts his body, like, mm-hmm. I think he was just so, I mean, he just did it so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, you know, like, just walking Phoenix as an actor, like, I think I mentioned this to you earlier, but he, it, him and Gladiator as oh, the uh, yeah. Emperor, he was the original King Joffrey, right? Like, yeah. A, a, ki- a young king whose face you just wanted to punch so badly. <laughs> yep. Um, and and he just he's able to channel something where it's like you you you're so believable. That's the only way I can put it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's done a lot of different movies, but uh, I mean this this one really just kind of blew me away. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially when I, I personally think his scenes with his mother, whether it's both um, before and after he finds out that, yeah. you know, all the, all the crazy uh, stuff about her past, like yeah. there was something so pure, like, you know how he was very polite and very like mama's boy to his mom. Yeah. But you can also tell like, there's something wrong with him inside, you know, like yeah. I, I could, I can't describe how he acted it in words, but it was so, um, like I felt, I felt what they were trying to get, right? Yeah. And yeah, man, he was he was terrific. Yeah, I, I, again, I didn't know what to expect. Um, I tried to keep my expectations like fairly empty um, before going to the movie. Um, but man, I, I think Joaquin Phoenix nailed it out of the park. Like he, yeah. I mean, a lot of people were talking about. Um, concern for him um, because he's such an extreme method actor um, and from the little that I've you know heard and read about his um, pursuit of this role like he was pretty method and um, <laughs> and honestly like it shows um, mm-hmm. again super like super super believable just it, it really helped with the immersion experience you know and, yeah. and also the relatability um, and we did talk yeah. about Gladiator and, and um, you know, just offline and, and talking about, like, how he is a character we, we loved to hate, right? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like this character, it's like, we we hated to love? I don't, or I don't even know. Like, we we at least empathize yeah. or or, yeah. or not empathize. We sympathize for, for him and, mm-hmm. and can understand, like, 
the suckiness of, of what he's going through and, and can almost like be okay with it, you know, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think he, again, um, back to my point about like mental health, I think he did a phenomenal job, um, just portraying that in a really realistic, not like ridiculous or goofy or, or sure, unbelievable yeah. way. Like it, it felt just very believable. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, he, it's, yeah, you put it really well. Um, I think the biggest question that came out of the movie was Ledger or Phoenix, right? Oh, like, um, obviously, they're, they were different in their own ways, and the movies they were in were very different, too. But, um, I mean, there's been, a, a, like you said, a good amount of jokers throughout history, like Jack Nicholson. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what was it? Jared Leto. I don't know if we want to even consider that, but but um, I mean, there's also like uh, video game jokers, jokers yeah. from Ark. Uh, what is it? Uh, Gotham, the TV show. Yeah, like there's there's a good amount of them, but and uh, I guess the other for, most for, notable one for us is Mark Hamill. As yeah, the you know the notable Batman animated series um, Joker. Yeah. So for you. Um, I mean, where does Walking Phoenix rank, or where does he fit amongst the Joker representations um, in your eyes? Yeah, so I think he's in my top three. Um, okay. And I have a hard time, like, figuring out who's, in a sense, better, because I think mm. the three that are in my top three portray things about the Joker in very different ways. And um, there, the reason I'm kind of laughing is there's there's a little Reddit thread um, going on for a little while after Joker came out comparing um, the most recent three live-action Jokers, which were Joaquin Phoenix, Heath Ledger, and Jared Leto. Um, and a lot of people were kind of bagging on Jared Leto. But, um, so my top three is um, Joaquin Phoenix, um, Heath Ledger, and Mark Hamill. Um, okay. As my like most like, yeah. These these are capture some really cool things about the Joker. Um, Joaquin Phoenix. Um, the the one word I'll say about his portrayal is psychiatric. Um, Heath Ledger. Uh, I'll say psychotic. And Mark Hamill. Hmm. Um, just twisted. Um, I guess. Um, okay. Yeah. And I'll just describe it in brief. Like so. Again, I, I think I talked enough about um, how well I think he, Joaquin uh, Phoenix played the mental health like por- por- part of it. Um, but yeah, it, it just felt very like real. Um, his mental illness felt very real. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Heath Ledger, it was more of like this dude is just nuts. Like he's in, in the sense that like he is just like like I don't think he has mental illness in the same way. But he's like yeah, so almost like heavily like that antisocial thing you know like the yeah yeah, crazy like extreme like um yeah whatever that extreme chaos like um thing yeah almost like that irredeemable you you don't have any drop of sympathy for him type of guy yeah yeah yeah. Uh, and then uh, mark hamill just even just the way like the ma series um is like shown but also the, the way he voices it um is just twisted i don't know um that's the that's the first word that came up to my mind um 
yeah, so I think I'll just leave it at that. Um, what about you? Okay. Yeah, you know, um, for me, the the only real two are that stand out to me are is Ledger and uh, Walking Phoenix. Okay. And the reason why I say that is I, I do love, like, the original Batman in its own right, you know. Or not mm-hmm. the original original, but the one with uh, Michael Keaton mm-hmm. uh, where Jack Nicholson right. is the Joker. But even then, it was kind of like he was playing a like, – you can tell it was Jack Nicholson as a character. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Right. Like, And then, you know, obviously Jared Leto, like, you know, he, he didn't even have a movie basically. Uh, yeah. And then, and the cartoon for me, it's just more like for, personally, it's more just animation. Mm. And and the reason why I choose chose Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix is really what you already described is mm. like they channeled something so scary and realistic, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, and 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 yeah, like you said, in very different ways. Mm-hmm. While Joaquin Phoenix. He's the one where you see his journey and you grow to empathize and you're scared of how much you're, oh, sorry, sympathize, like you corrected. Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm not, I'm not that crazy, right? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe on certain days, right? Um, (laughs) But it's like, you're scary how much, it's scary how much you're sympathizing with him while Ledger's um, Joker is like, I don't know where the heck he came from. I mm. have no sympathy for him, but I'm so scared because he he has no sympathy for anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like two very different, uh, you know, sides of the coin. Yeah. But I think, oh man, this is hard. But yeah. purely out of just the way it made me feel, mm. I feel like I have to give it up for Walking Phoenix. Wow. Okay. And that's. Like, like you said, it wasn't even like it's not even a Batman. It barely feels like a DC Batman related movie. Yeah. But as yeah. a person, like as a character in a movie, like it just hit nerves. Where uh, I, I feel like Heath Ledger being the not the main character, it, it didn't have as much freedom for. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have a hard time <sighs> because. Dark Knight is up, still up as one of my favorites, if not my yeah, favorite movie. Yeah. So it's hard for me to like, oh man, think about that. But, oh, Joker, solid. Joker, so good. Yeah. But Parasite. Yeah. Man, that was. <laughs> How much did you know about the movie before going into it? Very little, thankfully. Okay. Um, and, and I'm really happy about that. Um, yeah, I knew, you know, Yijin, my wife, wanted to watch it because uh, he, the director's, like, pretty famous in mm-hmm. Korea. It apparently already beat out uh, Once in a Time in Hollywood for a lot of awards, like, as the best movie of the year. Wow. Like, before okay. releasing in America. So I'm just like, okay, no, I, I'm expecting a good, deep, like, awesome movie. Yeah. Uh, the trailer really doesn't give much away. Uh, it, it almost feels like a action thriller horror type of movie mm-hmm. based on the trailer trailer but yeah my expectations were you know big but reserved and yeah. truth is i think it definitely hit it uh right on the head mm. yeah how about you 
Um, I had not seen any trailers before um, going to see it. I had heard very, very little. Um, and I think purposely, like people, when they were trying to talk about it, they're like, oh, you should watch it. We'll, we'll, just, we'll stop talking about it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, and I, I was hesitant to watch it because, you know, I, I'm not the biggest fan of like horror thriller. And this kind of, <laughs> I heard this um, actually kind of fit into that thriller category but honestly like i don't know like i actually really enjoyed it um and yeah i i I, i'm glad i went in with not knowing anything um Mm -hmm. yeah it was yeah it was good yeah no i think the 99 percent on rotten tomatoes i personally think it it really does it justice Mm. yeah Yeah. I, i can definitely see why yeah so how how did you feel after watching that movie like going in with very little expectations and just going through that roller coaster what were you well once the credits rolled what were your first like takeaways and feelings yeah um part of the reason i really enjoyed it was it wasn't really about the any kind of like thriller elements right like Mm -hmm. honestly the way i would describe the movie is it's a like it's a social like social awareness or i don't know it it talks about society (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. but does it to an extreme and and i actually like really really enjoy um tv shows and movies that do that um Mm -hmm. I have yeah a lot of appreciation for that. So I really, um, you know, I felt, I felt like, I felt bad in the sense that I'm like, that's probably like, not too far from the like the truth. Granted, it's an extreme, but I'm sure a, a part of that actually exists in the world, um, and maybe even in Korea, uh, or actually in Korea. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I just felt like. Oh man, I, f- I feel for these people a little bit. Yeah. I the movie was only a little more than 2 hours long. Mm-hmm. But it felt like a 3-hour movie, mm. but in a good way. Mm. Like it felt just so packed with material. Yeah. With so much like twists and turns and different storylines and like I, I felt so satisfied after the movie, you know. Yeah. Like, the climax was just, you know, where where all the deaths and all the killings like and all the crazy stuff. Everything, yeah. Yeah, like it was just such a perfectly timed, you know, climax, and it left you feeling like it, um, it, it got its point across, you know. Yeah. Um, so I guess like kind of talking about societal themes and talking about you know social class and whatnot um were there certain themes or storylines in parasite that you felt were the most memorable for yourself yeah i mean and i think it's just the main theme of of the just the the crazy differences between the super rich and super poor um just that Mm. just that dichotomy and and extreme um of how they see the world um yeah 
and I think the moment that that really hit hard was um, again um, yeah if you're if you're tuning in at this point and we're we already probably spoiled a lot of stuff um, so the the moment that hit me was um, the dad's eyes um, and like mm. the perspective on the dad when that climax was happening and just like because basically at that point like it was sh- it was the way it was shot like it showed like different things going on at the at that party right but mm-hmm. the it, it always went back to the dad um and because that's where it really got like really really nuts um yeah and just seeing that expression on his face seeing like just you know the way they shot him and the way that the actor portrayed it was like you could see what he was thinking and you could um mm-hmm. You you know you know what's gonna happen and you know like and you can understand where he's coming from with that you know um, and yeah. just it it was his moment of snapping like I can't take this anymore like I can't you know um, so I think that was that was basically the thing that captured it m- the best was just mm-hmm. yeah like that just extreme of 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 yeah rich and poor yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's very similar for me too. Mm. Um I think especially since we we got a glimpse of three different families, right? Like the main family, the rich the main poor family, the rich mm-hmm. family and then the couple that uh were yep. underground, right? The yep. really crazy twist. Yeah. And the really lunatic husband. Um Yep. And yeah, like I I think just at, as that twist kind of unfolded, there's a deep sense of, oh man, like we're going to learn something more than just about rich and poor, but even amongst the poor, there's like a different attitude in which, Mm. you know, how they exist in society, you know? Um, Yeah. And I mean, this, uh, I feel like this is me kind of taking the analogy or metaphor too far of Mm -hmm. a parasite, but like comparing the t- two families, the two poor families, like one almost like a peaceful parasite where, yes, he is leeching off of the rich family, mm-hmm. but he's almost doing it out of respect and not invading and destroying the family, while yeah. the other one is almost violently, one by one, just invading their entire life and at the end, killing the the, the host, right, the, the yeah. dad. And it's this idea of like, there's there's a lot of different types of wealth, and there's a lot of different types of poorness in society that, yeah, you know, will manifest in different ways. And I think, yeah, once that twist happened, like, yeah, things just went crazy. Um, yeah. And where I really was, like, the the change in the story and the change of character was the most, I think, memorable and shocking for me was. Uh, when they the the poor family was hiding under the 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 uh, coffee table, right? When yep. the dad and you know they're in the on the couch, yeah. The the rich family, yep. And as nobody as those rich that rich couple was just there as if no one was listening, no one's around, just thinking they're by, they're by themselves. All the dirt starts coming out, like yep. ooh, they're really bad gossips they're they really think they're higher than people yeah um and then they start talking about 
the dad who's under the table, right? Like, mm-hmm. like you said, you just see his eyes just getting like blank fury, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, like, and at that point, it was a turning point because before that, that family was like, oh, this fam, this rich family is so nice. You know, we're taking from them, but they're a great, nice family. Mm-hmm. But then at that point, it was like that rich family, the host was threatening the parasite. And now the parasite was going to dis- consume the host, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it was crazy. Like like you said, the, the day after, you see the mom's face. You see the, you know, the dad's face as the rich family just acting like, oh, just high and mighty. And yeah. leads up to the climax of them, you know, the dad getting offed by the poor dad and yeah. it was just a crazy breakdown like it, it was one i i wanted the rich family to stay nice because i like i don't love conflict among yeah, family i yeah. want everyone to just get along yeah, and like, then why can't they just make it yeah them? right <laughs> let's let's let this parasite live here forever and in, in peace right yeah. but no like it like that conflict happened and it just it just went downhill from there. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, it was so great. both of yeah. these movies, um, and we've we kind of hinted that, but like, or we've talked about it, but both of these movies had crazy twists um, in different parts of the movie and different times of the movie. Um, yeah. Between the two, which would you say was like more surprising? Or like, yeah, more more effective in its twist. I don't know. Sure, sure. Ooh, man. I think the most surprising was definitely Parasite, where it's mm-hmm. like, what the heck? There's another Parasite living, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. in the same house for all these years. Like, yeah, that part was just insane, um, and definitely added a lot of value to just the theme of the movie like i just kind of described yeah but i gotta say the most effective one yeah it might be joker like finding mm. out that he was pretty much just a, a mentally ill person hallucinating most of his joys and most of his i mean we don't even really know it's kind of ambiguous what was hallucinated mm-hmm. at the end but it yeah like i was watching it with my friends in, in the theater and when we found out that there was that girl was not his girlfriend like yeah. at all it kind of I, we just looked at each other like oh shoot this yep. guy is like just he's yeah it's something else and it really I mean you've already hinted at it a lot like and described it of dude that's that's just mental illness you know like yeah. where he he does things out of a result of hallucinations and out of his own voices and whatnot. And yeah. yeah, it it was a sobering moment where this crazy dude in fact did not have any joys, real joys in the movie. Even the joys we thought he had in the movie, yeah. It was all part of his head and that hit me pretty hard. How about you? Yeah, I think I I think both were just surprising. Um, So with Joker and, and, uh, you know, I think it was 
the the two surprises were um yeah what you mentioned when um he, you realize that the relationship with the the girl was not real um mm-hmm. and and likely likely hallucinated um and then the second one being like the very end where he shoots the the news guy mm-hmm. um i think like the second surprise was still a surprise, but like it made more sense <laughs> at that time. Um, mm. But yeah, just just the twist of like, oh, oh man, like this is this is like, yeah, just crazy mental illness. Um, yeah, was yeah, just just really like shocking for sure. Um, I think with with Parasite though, it was one of those like oh, I did not expect that, you know, like, yeah, um, yeah, you know, because I think when you, you know, again, I had no expectations going in, knowing the mo- movie was named Paris, I'm like, oh, I, I'm trying to figure out why it's named that. And, you know, they kind of tell you, take you on this journey of like, oh, this family is the parasite, right? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like you said, the twist is like, oh, they're not the only ones. Um, and I think that was just I think it was a mix of that being a surprise, but also the fact that, like, they would turn on each other, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think that was also, like, a surprise, just like, oh my gosh, like, what the heck? So, yeah. Um, as far as effective, I, I think I would still say Joker a little bit more than Parasite. Because mm-hmm. um, I think also like just thinking about like how i felt after um i thought more about joker than i did about parasite so yeah yeah it's crazy (laughs) yeah and i even i was just thinking about all the different twists and even joker finding out about his mom right like was a big twist and that was just like the last straw (laughs) of like oh your life has well not that it has no meaning but like what you thought was the only living truth and solid rock in your life your mom Mm -hmm. is just as delusional as you which is so freaking sad yeah seriously Uh, between the yeah between these two movies like I know we can't say like which is better, um, mm-hmm. but would you say like the Rotten Tomato scores are reflective of those movies, or like would you rate it differently? I think I might rate Joker a little higher than sixty nine, maybe mm-hmm. like seventy five ish, because of like all the things we talked about. Yeah, I, I think I, I think Parasite is pretty accurate. Um, yeah, like while Joker was terrific like it i think parasite was just really just a better constructed movie overall Mm. like in my my opinion like just it kept you focused the whole movie and you you didn't want it to end um but yeah i i think um yeah both of them have really they both really did their jobs really Mm. well right yeah, I, I would I would rate Joker a bit higher. I'd probably rate it in the low eighties. Um, mm. I I just have a really yeah. Again, I think that's part of my bias is I have a good appreciation for that movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think it probably gets that bad rap uh, as a movie from like the whole 
being a superhero based thing or like comic yeah. based thing whatever though uh, but yeah parasite i i can definitely see why it got a 99 percent. i don't know if i'd personally give it a 99 i i give it a high score but i don't know how high yeah 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 um yeah so i mean joker being its theme about society and mental illness and how society almost just crushes people in that bub uh not bubble um sphere i guess mm-hmm. realm and then parasite being a, a lot more about the the social and class divide mm-hmm. which which movie do you think portrayed its theme and conveyed its theme better in your eyes um it's funny because both of them do address the whole social socio-economic yeah. disparity right yeah i think for that um that comparison i would say um parasite for sure um on that theme like mm-hmm. that yeah the way they show it in such a like artistic and crafty way mm-hmm. is is so good um but yeah i, I think joker like you people will see like the socioeconomic side of or yeah that side of it the sociological side but i i think people should really see it in a more like mental health side and i think for that i think again joker is probably one of the best films in recent years to portray something like that Mm -hmm. in yeah in a way that doesn't like the in a way that's believable yeah 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 that's a good way to put it i I think i'm i'm on the same page um like while while parasite was just so good at displaying something in a very meta way like very metaphorically joker was a lot more direct (laughs) Uh, very in your face about you know what it was trying to get across so uh, i I don't know they were both just so good yeah yeah for sure oh man surprisingly heavy yeah both were quite heavy yeah yeah yeah. Well, and I guess I mean I should maybe we should have expected it talking about these movies, but yeah, yeah. these are good movies, man. Like and really were. again, if you're tuning in at this point, hopefully you would have listened to or you would have watched both of these movies. Um, if not, again, it, we we gave you the spoiler alert, so yeah. Um, don't come at us, you know. Don't add us saying like, "Why did you spoil?" Them? It's like, dude, come on, come on. Um, yeah, yeah. But if you haven't seen it yet for some reason, and you you've listened to us talk about it so far, we do encourage you guys to watch both these movies. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're both really good. <laughs> yeah. So for our recommendation of the week. Uh, we we want to talk about maybe a underrated or less known movie or TV show. Yeah, uh, just just to recommend for the listeners, um, Jesse. Why don't you go first? Yeah. So um, this is something that um, like first came up on my mind um, when we were talking about what to recommend. Um, it's a movie called Exam. Um, hmm. It it was made back in two thousand nine, so quite a while ago. Um, and for a while, it was actually streaming on Netflix. Um, and I was trying to find where to stream it now, and it might just be on YouTube for any any people hmm. to find and watch it. Um, uh, but otherwise, I think you can you know find it on like uh, like Amazon or whatever. Um, the reason I like this movie a lot is 
it's a super minimalistic movie based on a super simple theme. But again, like these two movies, um, it, 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 it's a very sociological movie. Um, so the premise of the movie is um, eight candidates cooperate in order to secure a job within a prestigious company. So again, it's titled Exam. Um, and yeah, um, I'm not going to say too much about it because I think the movie will speak for itself. Um, right. And I think you should watch it too sometime, Jerome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it... it uh, yeah, it's... You'll see what I mean by like, it's super simple. Um, mm-hmm. I guess the one other thing I'll say is, um, so they're in, they're in a room together um, taking the exam. And basically you just see what happens with that um yeah so just watch it and and see it um i really enjoyed it <laughs> yeah what about you? yeah so my pick is actually also directed by the director from parasite um korean director named bong joon ho hmm. uh, i think i'm pronouncing it right um it's a movie called mother Hmm. Um, and in the Korean, it's like Madeo. Yeah, my, you can tell my Korean pronunciation is pretty Excellent. whack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's actually a movie I watched like a really long time ago uh, as a recommendation from like a, my cousin, I think. Where, yeah, the premise is there's actually a mental, I think, autistic or mentally challenged uh, adult son who hmm. is convicted of committing a murder Mm. and this mom overprotective tiger mom like is basically on a rampage to prove his son's innocence and is going is willing to go through pretty extreme measures to do that Mm. um and it's the movie is just extremely well acted especially by the mom like she's like this old pretty old aged mom and like just the emotions she she portrays it's like mm-hmm. i mean the theme kind of obviously is just about a mother's love and almost a psychotic type of love mm-hmm. that is <laughs> irrational right mm. um and it's just a lot of twists and turns um so yeah i don't know if we can wa- you can watch it on any streaming platforms but if you guys get a chance <laughs> on any site or like renting it or something i I definitely recommend mother cool awesome well a surprisingly heavy episode but again a fun one because we we talked about just two very very good um probably oscar or like many award-winning movies um and we just both really enjoyed it we hope you guys um if you guys have watched it um yeah let us know what you think um did you guys enjoy it too did you guys um see the same things we saw or did you guys feel differently um uh in in order to do that you can always give us feedback um, as well uh you can post on our social media um our biggest account is our instagram um so again our instagram is at just pod again that's at just pod um where you can email us directly for any feedback or if you have topics you want us to hear us talk about and try and talk about you can email us um our gmail is at uh just at gmail.com and that's justjivepod at gmail.com. And again, uh, we want to thank Tavor um, for providing us the beers um, in the sense that we bought them. 
and and have this uh, use their service to buy it. Um, and if you guys want to um, join us in that journey and finding cool beers um, from all around um, the country, you can uh, join us in Tavor too and use our code. Um, again, our code is just jive. Again, it's just jive. And yeah, um, you can get a little discount from us, a um, little mm-hmm. uh, credit for your purchase, and and join us in our beer journey. Yeah. Now, how exciting is that? Having Seriously. a promo code, right? We have we have a promo code now. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. That, that is pretty cool. Um, yeah, listeners, thank you for joining us um, on this wild journey as we talked about some yep. awesome movies, and we will see you next time see ya